Welcome to the Dating Architect Podcast, the number one balls-to-the-wall, zero-BS podcast for men who want to date the kind of hot girls that'll make other men jealous and get all your exes raging mad. Join us and let us help you build your ideal dating life. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jack here. Today, I wanted to talk to you about your magic number. Now, there is nothing magical about this number. It's just a term I found hilarious, and it's a good representation of how many women you need to approach and speak to in order to be able to sleep with one of them. Now, when you're first starting out, this number could be very high because you're not very confident. You don't have a lot of knowledge about seduction your body language may be bad, your eye contact may be bad, your voice tone may be squeaky or hesitant, and yeah, your your number could be as high as 150 women. But as your game gets better, as you get more confident, as you gain more experience and approach more women, uh, gradually your magic number will get lower. Now, for most seduction PUA guys that have been in the game for a while, the average is about 30. So they need to do about 30 approaches in order to be able to sleep with one attractive woman. And it differs. Mine is a little lower. I believe it's like somewhere in the range on average of 15 to 20. For some of my friends, it's a little higher. Of course, the biggest factor that affects this number is your confidence. So how you're coming across to women. If you're confident, that's what will lower your number the most. So if you're confident, sure of yourself, your body language is on point, your eye contact is on point, your voice is grounded and masculine, then your magic number will be lower. There's also a bit of your appearance that affects it. So your looks definitely affect it. Your sense of style affects it. I had a friend who used to be very overweight. Nothing really changed in his confidence. He's always been kind of an approach machine. He's had that confidence to just approach beautiful women despite whatever he looked like. And he was overweight and he's not the tallest guy around. I think he's like 5'9". And that never affected him. But his number was higher. Usually it took him about 90 approaches to be able to sleep with the woman. And now he's lost weight recently and he's basically cut that number in half. So it's about one in 45 now. And all because he lost weight. He didn't change his appearance. His clothes are kind of the same. I mean, he went out and bought new jeans and shirts and things like that, but they resemble his old style. It's not like he became this fashion god or changed anything dramatic in himself except his weight and that mainly has to do with a lot of women when they would see him approach because he was so overweight they would be on guard like initially they would be very guarded to him because they were like oh here's this fat guy coming up to me what's going on and they were just kind of very defensive they were already kind of like in this defensive stance and defensive emotional state i guess you could say Yeah, that's what kind of impeded him from getting as much success. Now, why did I bring this up in the podcast? Why am I talking about it? 
Well, it's because your number will differ from everyone else's number around you. And you can make up for a high number through volume of approaches. So let's say you have some friend who is really ridiculously good looking, really tall, has a lot of money, and he just basically attracts women. Most of the time, these guys don't do cold approach. They just wait for the women to come to them. But let's say he did do cold approaches and his numbers were like 1 in 10, 1 in 15 or something like that. Well, you can make up for that number through approach. You should never have an excuse. Like there are some guys that they were on PUA hate a while back that were so obsessed with perfect bone structure and jaw structure and looks and that guy's a model and that guy's this. If they had just spent all their time that they used to spend on that forum approaching, they could have gotten way more results than the models because the models are not approaching. They're waiting kind of meeting girls through their social circle or something that out of effect. So if you're approaching, you can get just as good or even better results than whoever you're comparing yourself to just by approaching. And I don't think it's healthy to ever compare yourself. You hear that a lot. You shouldn't compare yourself to anyone else because you're unique. You should just be competing against yourself. You should be constantly improving yourself. So if you're overweight, lose the weight. If you have some kind of issue like skin acne or something like that, try to get it taken care of. If your teeth are messed up, try to get braces or to fix them or to whiten them. Whatever you can do aesthetically, that's great. But don't become obsessed with it. Don't become, oh my God, I have this defect and I need to fix my nose because this is what's stopping me from getting to girls. It's not. It's all in your head. Well, if you're obsessing something like your nose isn't perfect or something like that. The great equalizer is making approaches more and more approaches and talking to more and more women. Now, you shouldn't just spend your time doing approaches. After you've done your approaches for the day, you should also think on what you did right and what you could work on. So when I was first starting out, I would try to think of three things I did right and write those down and two things I could improve on. Look at your interactions for the day and be like, how was my body language? How was my voice? How confident was I? How uh, quickly did I approach? And just kind of try to think on that and think of things that you did well, that you're proud of yourself for, pat yourself on the back for them, and then think of two things you can improve on. I think a lot of guys are too harsh on themselves. They judge themselves. They talk negatively to themselves like, oh my God, here's another rejection. I suck so bad, blah, blah, blah. You shouldn't ever talk negatively to yourself. Just be like, okay, I made this approach. Rejection is part of the process. I'm focused on the process, not on the rejections. I made that approach. That's awesome. Most guys would not be able to make that approach. Most guys are not talking to beautiful women. I would say 95% of guys never make approaches and it's too much for them. And even if by some miracle, one of them does make an approach, it's usually the first or second rejection that takes them out. They're like gone for a year. They don't make another approach just because they become obsessed with what one girl said. You shouldn't care what people think. You're going to die one day. You're not going to be here all the time. So definitely get over it.
Now, like I said, your number will improve. This magic number will improve over time and it'll get better and better and better. And in certain situations, mine's really low. Like if I go to a club, I just find it way easier than when I uh, pick up women on the streets and daytime approach. Now, that's also because I don't have as much experience during the day as I do at night. So at night, I could usually handle uh, the situation way better. I can handle her friends, any obstacles, any orbiter guys, any alpha male other guys. I guess they call them AMOGs in the seduction community. Yeah, it, it, it will differ by situation. But the best thing you could do, improve what you can in your appearance, do what you can for your style. But the most important part is your confidence. How confident are you? I would say that's 50% of the equation. Now, you're not going to get, like I said, you're going to get rejections because there are many factors. Could be she has a boyfriend. She already has a fuck buddy. She's married. Uh, she's a lesbian. She hates men. Uh, she just lost her job. She just lost a family member. Who knows? It doesn't matter. The, the reason for the rejections are many, but you will find receptive girls. That's the thing no guy realizes. Most guys think like, oh, I can't. They just think in terms of one girl. I'm going to approach that girl, and if it doesn't work out, I'm a loser. And they just start, they approach that one girl, and then she's you know, not receptive. She doesn't want to talk to them. She just kind of brushes them off or tells them I have a boyfriend or something to that effect, and that guy is crushed. Don't let that be you. The secret of this game is it's partially a numbers game, so you will have to approach a lot of girls. It's not just going to happen if you approach one single girl. All right, so that's my speech on the magic number. That's today's podcast. Be sure to check out the datingarchitect.com website for more great stuff. If you're looking to get coached or you have some problems in your game or sticking points, sign up for some coaching. It's also on the site as well. You'll see it in uh, the main menu under coaching. And it's currently very affordable. So if you have some sticking point or you want to discuss something and you need some guidance, I've been in this game for over, well, since about December of 2001. So that basically makes it a little over 18 years. So yeah, I'd be happy to talk to you. Let me know about that. If not, just enjoy the podcast and enjoy the free content. And uh, I appreciate you as a listener. Have a great one.